Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. This week, I will be riding solo, technically, but the the samples from the barrels that I'm tasting this week will go to Tyler Johnson as a backup after he tells me what he likes best. I will release this podcast because I do not want to taint his uh, thought process. I'm going to take a two ounce sample from each one of these 200 milliliter bottles and send it to him. So he does not know which one I like the best based on the fill level. So let's get into it. We're doing a OKI barrel sample. All four of these are... 36% 36% rye, high rye MGPs. They're all at least six-year-old samples, as far as I know. They don't really have an age on them. They do have proofs. We have 116.3 proof. Maybe I should put that last. Technically, it's numbered number one. That's fine. We have 113 proof. We have a 113.2 proof, and we had a 113.3 proof, so those are very close, and then we have a 116.8 proof sample. So, what we're going to do is we're going to taste through these, I'm going to talk to you about them, and then we're going to pick a barrel for MGP, or no, uh, MGP, we're going to pick a barrel for Mythical. And those who have followed along with this podcast know that Mythical is my group that I run. And the people that will be picking this barrel will be me and Tyler Johnson. Those are people I'm, well, I've given I've given samples to other people today. The uh, Amon, uh, Amon's Table guys have tried these. And I'm not going to tell you what they picked. Because this will be released before the podcast they uh, are on, they taste them. So, just finished with Smoke Wagon, uncut, unfiltered. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm ready for bed. But we're going to do these samples. I'm going to tell you right now, color-wise... 113, 113.2, 113.3, all lighter than 116.4. Does that mean anything? No, it doesn't. So this one we're going to start off with is technically number two and what I numbered, but I'm going to put this number one or number one because it's the lowest proof. These are all OKI barrels. OKI, which is 36% rye on the nose. Youthful. Bright. A little bit of caramel. Which is normal with uh, youthful stuff. But the corn is very overwhelming. But the alcohol doesn't take my nostrils over, but 113 proof, I wouldn't expect it to. 
on the palate. Very corny, very youthful, and sweet. I don't like corn. Anybody who listens to this podcast or to the uh, the TV show I was on knows corn is a turnoff. It is very hard to get me to enjoy anything that has corn involved in it, taste-wise. I mean, anything whiskey is going to have some corn involved in it, but when you taste something, you taste the youthfulness, you taste the graininess. It's sort of like something you taste when you go to a uh, distillery for the first time and try the new make off the off the uh, still. You get some of that clean corn, some of the clean corn distillate, like a cream corny oomph you get off of it. That's what I don't enjoy, especially in barrel picks. So if you get a mythical pick and I picked it, which there are a few, two, two mythical picks, technically three mythical picks that I was not involved in. The bullet pick, which Jonathan uh, Cleefot, my main man, was instrumental in picking, which was very good, actually. <clears throat> that did not have any corn in it. And then the new loop pick that we picked which my brother and a few other people were involved in. I thought I had a little corn in it, but it was very, it was definitely a very uh, tasty, fruit-forward, soft, uh, sweet barrel. But it definitely had some corniness to it. The other barrel I didn't pick was our Elijah Craig that's coming later this year. I haven't had a chance to taste that yet, so who knows what that is. But I would imagine at that age, 12-year-old, it wouldn't have any corn in it. So, let's. I'm gonna take this. I can't take that off. But I'm, gonna th- I'm gonna take my stand off. I don't wanna. I'm just gonna hold it. Excuse the noise. Very. I mean, I'm, po- I'm, I'm, I'm podcast. Pro- uh, I'm producing on the fly. It's not great. Beth. Sharpie's Beth. Where are you when I need you? All right, we're done. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's the first sample. Second sample is 113.2 proof. Similar color. Let's see. I'm using a uh, wee glen, so... It's got some nice legs to it for that age. Sticking the edge of this wee glen. Hmm. That's nice. Still get the youthfulness, the corn. Could be a lot of dead air on this. I need to. 
I'll probably cut a lot of this out. Maybe, probably not. Y'all listen to this and I don't cut stuff out. But this thing has a lot of good qualities, actually. I would not pick it for a single barrel. Mm. But maybe give it some more time in the barrel. Maybe not. It's pretty youthful now. Trying it for a second time. Mm. It's got a little bit of redeeming qualities. There's a little bit of uh, sweetness, like not corn sweetness, but like a uh, candy corn, uh, cotton candy type sweetness to it with uh, a little bit of caramel to it. Not old. It's not. I wouldn't say you have a lot of oak in either one of the first two I tried. So the third one is going to be, guessed it third number three this one's 113.3 proof these are all OKI samples if anybody jumped into this in the middle I doubt they did but I just cheered myself I'm drunk. Yep. Drunk. Report recording podcasts. Still a lot of corn in this one. The nose is almost off-putting, but the palate's not bad. The nose has got a lot of ethanol on it. So, okay, okay, who knows what okay is? Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. It's technically an Ohio-based program with a board of Ohio and Kentucky. And then... Um, most of the distillate they use is from Indiana, so it's MGP. So that's where the name came from. Used to be owned by New Riff. Now my boy uh, Chad and Jake Warmer, Jake Warm has uh, bought the uh, brand. They used to own uh, Remus. They sold Remus back to MGP and then bought OKI when um, New Riff was done with it. And then New Riff came out with a 15-year-old blend for their stupid-ass name, changing it around just to be an asshole. Thanks, New Riff. 15-year-old gar- garbage that you held on to for an extra three years and then sold for that price because you were trying to, quote-unquote, help the wait staff locally. Thanks, Brave. 
Thanks for being you. That's actually a good, pretty good barrel, too. Number three. I wouldn't pick it for my own shit just because it has no character. But it's not a bad barrel in of itself. That's... uh. They don't even put the numbers on there. They put the KS, uh, the uh, DCP, whatever. All right, the final barrel, one hundred sixteen point eight proof, which is actually three full percentage points higher than anything else we tried. I took a drink of my mixed drink, just because. I wanted to. I wish you guys would send me questions. It'd be fun to talk whiskey with you guys. Anybody who is a MGP whore, bourbon whore, bourbon boy, send me some questions, man. Send me some questions. I'm going to order some swag to uh, send out to guys randomly. So send me some questions. If I like your question. Or if I don't like your question, I'm going to randomly start sending out swag. T-shirts, mostly. Maybe hats. T-shirts are cheaper, which is crazy. How is something that will cover your nipples cheaper? That's something that will cover your dumbass head. I don't know. I don't understand it. Makes no sense to me. A t-shirt should be more expensive than a hat. It's not. It is not, which is stupid. So, I'm going to start sending out random swag to people. Random bourbon boy swag. And I might even send out like a signed card or maybe just like a random... Easter card or a random personalized card with the t-shirt just to thank you for listening so if you like this podcast if you like listening to this podcast if you like listening to my dumbass content sit drop me a line say hey send me a t-shirt and more than likely you're likey more than likely, you will get a t-shirt and a card signed by my man, me. The Bourbon Boys. The original Bourbon Boys before everybody started knocking my name off. Uh, Alright, my last sample. 116.8 proof. Okay, uh, sample. High rye. Doesn't say how old it is. All these are supposed to be six years old, which surprises the shit out of me. But this last sample, which is technically darker than the rest, just looking at them side by side. Nose. There's a slight corn to it. Slight youthful. 
9 Hmm. That one's it. You get a little bit of corn, but it's definitely fruit forward. Very sweet. Delicious. Not youthful when it comes to corn, but definitely sweet. It's a sweet pick. Sweet, delicious, not the most unique MGP pick I've ever had. What is the most unique MGP pick I ever had? Um, it probably come down to come down to two different categories. Uh, the most unique old school. MVP pick, uh, probably Fat Unicorn or Mythical Slash Cleveland Bourbon Society. Uh, Annapolis Whiskey Society. Actually, I had a really good pick. Probably my top five. Uh, unique wise, this one, this this okay is really nice because it's really unique. And the fact that nose doesn't really dictate the flavor profile, but <clears throat> this one's definitely sweet. Um, I got a good time. This is very sweet too. I don't know, man. It's it comes down to the fact that this hundred sixteen point eight proof barrel pick is going to be it for an OKI pick for mythical. So. Until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family.